And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. When Paul got saved, Paul was confused. Paul said, I know all the scripture verses because most Jews, they could memorize the first five books of the Bible. And Paul said, how did I miss Jesus? How How do I have so much word? And I miss Jesus. How did I miss the coming of the Messiah? With my Pharisaic mentality. And so Paul said, brothers, I'll see you. I'm taking a leave of absence. And he went. And he, <laughs> he went to the desert in Arabia. And he stayed there for how long? Three years seeking the Lord. Walking back and forth. Are you with me? Three years Asking God for revelation knowledge. At the end of three years, Paul came to the sense in Galatia. Galatians chapter 1 verse 17. He said, that which I preached to you, I did not get it from Peter. I did not get it from... I got it as a result of a revelation. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? 17 I said I think it's 17 somewhere around here it says it says is it Galatians what he said he said neither I went up to Jerusalem he's talking to the saints in Galatia he's saying to understand the rules of engagement in the spirit I didn't get it from the original 12 apostles I went to the source himself I got one saying Thank God for the apostles. But I need the source. He said, then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter. After three years, three years, he had just left Arabia. Then he said, and abode with them 15 days. Can you go to the part that says revelation knowledge? Because he's just recounting. He's telling them, glory be to Jesus. Galatians 1.17. No, no, sorry. You got it. Where he said what I got is as a result of the revelation. Is it 21.20? Somewhere around there. Lord have mercy. No. The word King James, it says revelation. It's Galatians 1 something, brother. I think it's maybe not. No. I thought I'd memorized it. (laughs) But we'll get it. Somebody has it. Amen. Yeah, but uh, Galatians 2 is it Galatians 2 and 2 what it says what, what is it Galatians 1 and 12 that's it I know it's in Galatians chapter 1 somewhere verse 12 verse 12 verse 12 Galatians 1 verse 12 it says right here it says it says Galatians it's coming praise the Lord I need you to say it for yourself Amen. It says, For I neither received it of any man. He said, Neither was I taught it. <laughs> but by the revelation of what? Some things cannot be taught, some things need to be caught. <laughs> I, I get what I'm saying. You cannot teach deliverance. Deliverance has to be caught. 
by immersing yourself in an environment. You just go down and you stay down and you don't come up for air until you catch it. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the rules of engagement in the spirit and in the natural it looks like nothing is happening it looks like you're just wasting your time you begin to yawn amen it seems like there's always something more important to do it's a trick of the enemy you feel hissed hiss 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 I... is the pressure from is the pressure coming from uh, the spiritual uh, from from the spirit but it's from the devil from the kingdom, let me, let me tell you, kingdom, the, ki the devil doesn't have a kingdom. Is the pressure coming from darkness? Pressure in you. Amen? Not to take the time. You, I got I got I got this to do. And thoughts coming, I, I got to do it. I got to Because he doesn't want you to immerse yourself in the word of God. Because if you do, you'll escape. If, he doesn't want you to escape. Let me tell you, if you do, you'll escape yourself. You didn't get there. <laughs> if you do what? You'll escape yourself. Some things just doesn't matter anymore. I get what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. I'm going to give you I'm going to give three things. I'm going to move on. Is that all right? <laughs> Lord, we give you praise. The Israelites, this is Jordan. This is the promised land. This is the wilderness. Amen. Joshua is in the wilderness. He's about to go into the promised land. This is Jordan. 40 years has passed. 40 years has passed. That which should have taken them one year. Took them 40 years. And let me just tell you why. Let me cut to the chase. The reason why. That which should have taken them one year. Took them 40 years is because they violate the rules of engagement in the spirit. Are you with me? Brothers and sisters, your deliverance comes from the spirit realm first. Then it manifests in this life. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Your deliverance takes place where first? In the spirit realm, and then it manifests there. I was talking to a preacher, and I have been with him. I, I, I went to, I went to his, his building. He started real poor, and and um, he said God told him, do not go to school. He said, he graduated from. Well, let me back up. He graduated from high school, and he had a choice to go to to college. And God said, son, can you please, can you please work with me and go to, uh, do not go to, um, to college, but can you pursue the route I'm putting before you? And he said, you know, all his family, they were educators. And he said, how am I going to tell my mother? God told me to take another route. How am I going to tell my father? Anyhow, he went to college for one semester and he said he was so miserable everything was hard and difficult and he said he stopped and he told his mother and his family he had a meeting he said i know you all have high hopes of me but god has put me in a different route they scolded him they had the preacher call him in 
<laughs> Boy, it's, you not going to school is of the devil. Yeah, he told, he, he, he told us. He told us. Today, he has, he has one of the biggest ministries in the world. He has seminaries all over the world. But he told us, he said, in his, he said one day, while he was, God told him, I need you to speak in tongues three, four hours a day. And God gave him a program and he said he would come and pray and, and read. And, and he said one day, he said, God, I think it was about 20, 28 or so. He, he started at 18, 10 years in the vineyard, nothing is happening. And he and his wife, they came and they said, God, we are tired. We've been there for a while. 10 years has passed. What's going on? And God said to him, God said to him soon and very soon. He said, now in his ministry, a certain time when in his ministry, it's like they were climbing up a hill, rolling a big old stone. You know how difficult it is, how difficult it is to push a stone up a hill? He said, now, now they are running down trying to catch the stone. He said, I tell you what, he said, when I used to pray, the fight I used to feel. He said, the tiredness. He said, I'm not breaking through. He said, I was pushing up a stone. He said, the devil was on the other end, pushing back the stone to discourage us. And he began to encourage us and said, I need you to hang in there. Because I'm telling you what he said. Because the war has to be won in the spirit first. Before you see the manifestation here. He said, he said, he said God, how am I going to get people to do what you're telling me to do? And God said to him, I'll send you the people. He wanted an administrator and he, he said, where am I going to get an administrator? A man called him, a man who works in corporate America. Amen. He, the man owns numerous businesses. Said to him, God told me to quit, go into early retirement and come manage your business. I'm sharing this with you to tell you, you hang in there. Don't be discouraged. Do not what? be discouraged he had a need and God met that need you have a need that need will be met are you getting me that need what it will be met whatever it is I'm not talking about necessarily finances I'm talking about sometimes we have we have needs of the heart and sometimes it's not even for us it's for other people and God has a word it is finished. Jesus, and let me show you and I'm going to end. Can you go to Joshua chapter 1? This is what God told Joshua. He's trying to encourage Joshua because Joshua is getting into the promised land where they are, where they are the children of Enoch. Enoch means long-necked. They were giants. So they're going, into the, they're going into the promised land, but the promised land has what? Giants. The reason why the promised land have giants, I'll tell you why, is because 400 years ago before they came, God told Abraham, I'm going to give you this land. A prophecy came out and the devil said, what? A prophecy? They are coming back here? The devil said, let me put some giants in there. So when they come, they'll never inherit it. The very same thing, words have been spoken over your lives. Prophecies went out to us and the devil said, What? I'm going to make it difficult for him or for her. So they will turn their backs on God. 
me tell you, it's a trick that is going, it's going on. And then we ignore what's happening in the spirit. Let me tell you, work with God. Let me show you, work with God. You got it, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. God is, God is encouraging Joshua. Amen. Because where he's going, where Joshua is going, God has been. Are you with me? So he needs God's direction and God's encouragement. Where you are going, God has been. And when I say where you are going, where you are going, I'm talking about the need that's in your heart. Amen. God has been there. Let me show you quickly the rules of engagement from this verse in the spirit. And I'm going to end. Oh man, I didn't intend, I didn't intend to go that long today. Honestly, I didn't intend to go that long. Praise the Lord. Let me jump. I got to go. He says here, first, this is how it, this is, this is the rules of engagement in the spirit. The first thing God did was give Joshua a promise. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 3. Can you back up to verse 3? Let's look at the promise God gave Joshua. He gave him two promises. One in verse 3, one in verse 5. He told Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given to you as I said to Moses. Listen to me. Where is Joshua? In the wilderness, he hasn't crossed over. But what is the tense God is using to communicate? To communicate? What did God say? I have. Past tense. He hasn't been there. He hasn't gone there. But God is telling him, I have been there. And because I've been there, it's a done deal. So I have. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? I have. Now in the natural realm, it doesn't look that way. In the natural, were they in there? No, did it look like God gave it to them? No. I'm trying to show you how it works in the natural. So too in the natural realm. Here, many of us, we have things. Has it manifested? No. But has God given it? Yes. Yes. Another, let me show you another promise he gave Joshua. Verse 5. He said, verse 5, verse 5. This is the other promise he gave Joshua. He said, therefore, it's too loud. Therefore, there shall not, verse 5, Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life. He said, I, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. He said to Joshua, I will not fail you, nor forsake you. Are you with me, saints? And that's not only for Joshua, that's for all of us. I'll discuss that next week because there are some spiritual teachers talking about context, context. Context is important. And they're claiming, well, these promises in the Old Testament, they're not for us. That's why I tell you, you got to be careful with some of the guys you listen to. When they start talking about the promises for the Israelites and not for us, you know that's a big mistake. Because the Bible says a true Jew, a true Jew is one who's not circumcised externally. A true Jew is one who's circumcised internally, whose spirit is changed. 
So you know they miss it somehow. Let me tell you how they miss it. Can I be honest with you? Can I be honest with you? This is how they miss it. It's called a bandwagon mentality. Because they're friends who have more degrees than a thermometer. Say one thing. They agree with their friend at the expense of God's word. Paul did the same thing. Paul said, I didn't go up to Jerusalem and try to get anything from Peter or from any of the twelve. I went to God myself. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying what people, people I'm not saying verbal or documented or documented commentary is not good, but I'm saying sometimes you got to get your own stuff. You got to prepare your own meal because the best meal is the meal you prepare. Be careful with that bandwagon mentality. Are you getting what I'm saying? You got to, you got to possess that stuff. You got to own it. What you got to do? For it to work for you, you got to own it. You got to, you cannot be, that, thank you Holy Spirit, you cannot be a dabbler. You got to be fully committed. You cannot be what? A dabbler. And that's how many of us, we dabble. How many? Two, three verses. Okay, okay, I did my, I did my, oh, I did what I, <laughs> Uh, the next, how many, ten, ten, five verses, uh, I did my quota. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what we do. I get my quota. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Next, amen. He said, now we have a promise. Hebrew, don't, don't turn Hebrews 13 5. God said, I will never leave you, no. We got the same promise. Matthew 18, Matthew, I think it's 20, 28. Don't turn there. It says, God says, Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end. So we have the same promise. I'm not sure why they're saying it's reserved for Israel. Only we got the same promise. Are you with me? So God gave him two promises. God said, I will not leave you, I'll not forsake you. Wherever the soles of your feet shall tread, I have given it to you. Now that's a promise, whether or not he's in there, it's up to him to agree with God. Are you with me? It's up to him to do what? Agree with God. First, God gives you a promise, then God gives you a directive. Look at the directive. That's how the spirit realm works. How it works? God gives you a promise, then he gives you a directive. Let's look at the directive. I'm showing you how the rules of engagement in the spirit. Let's look at the directive. God said, now I have told you I'm going to be with you. Now I told you I'll not fail you. Now I told you I have given to you. This is what you do now. This book of the law shall not depart <laughs> ah, from your mouth, but you shall what? Meditate there in what? Day and night. Why? Why? There's a reason. Why? That you may observe to do all that is written. Not some, but what? All that is written therein. When you've done that, this is what's going to happen. Then thou shalt make. God is not making your way prosperous. You. Let me say that again. Then shall you. And the word thou is all English for. Y'all, y'all, when he said thee, thee means you, thou means y'all, because the, all of you going into the promised land. 
So he's addressing them congregationally. Are you with me? Thou shall make thy way what? And then thou shall have what? So if we are not having good success, it's because we've not done what? Speak the word only. That's what he said. This book of the law shall not do what? Depart from your mouth. That's it. This book of the law shall what? Every time you talk, you talk the word. It doesn't matter what you feel. And when you're around people who doesn't talk the word that you talk, you leave. You, have, you, you don't have time to waste. It is late. And you haven't got, you, we don't have time for dabblers. We need people who are fully committed. And if they are not talking the Bible language, you shall see you later, alligator. Yeah, so long, bye-bye. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Because this is a war, a fight, and we are in it to win it. You speak the word only. This is what, this is what. No, no, I, I want to bring this to your attention. Years ago, God showed that to me. Lord have mercy. How much minutes we have? Years ago, God showed that to me. This book of the law, the word law here is from Torah. The Torah, the Pentateuch is the first five books of the Bible. Are you with me? That's all Joshua had. Joshua had the first five books of the Bible. So God told him, what you got to do is what? Meditate on it and speak what's in the Torah. Not what you feel. Not what you see. But what's in the Torah. You read it. And you say it. Regardless of how you feel. My wife is going to be a good wife. My wife is blessed of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. And you prophesy over your family. My husband is a good man. Whether or not he showed up. My husband is a cable sata. I, God said I have. So I'm speaking like I have. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. God said, right, I have given you. So I'm speaking like I have. My husband is a good husband. Blessed of God. Ah, uh, God, we give you praise. Are you getting what I'm saying? God, I thank you for good jobs and better jobs. It doesn't matter how it looks. My job is on the way. Thank you, Master. Oh, God, we give you praise. Are you getting me, saints? Now, I'm going to show you this right here. The reason why God used the word law here is because a law, you know, uh, uh, there are different titles for God's word. Can you, can you bring up the exhibit? Thank you so much. Can you bring up the exhibit I gave you? Quickly, let me show you this right here. God's word has different titles. God's word is called judgment. It's called commandment. It's called testimonies. It's called law. But in that case, God chose to use law. I'm going to show you why. You got it? It's coming up. It's coming up. Praise God. Next bit. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. So law, and I'm going to show you why I say, uh, why God used the word law here. He could have said this book of testimony. He didn't say that. He could have said this book of commandment or statutes. He didn't say that. He said this book of the law. And the reason why spiritual laws are unchangeable spiritual laws work everywhere 
every time for everybody it works for blacks it works for whites it works for rich it works for the poor god's word works for the white it works for the black it works for the rich it works for the poor it is a law it works in new orleans it works in california it works in canada Let me show you right here. Right here. Psalms 19 says the law of the Lord. The testimony of the Lord. All these are titles for God's word. The statutes of the Lord. The what? Commandments. The fear. The judgments. Right here. Can you, can you make this? Can you bring this up? Yeah. Now these, I just took them from Psalms 19 verse 7 to 9. And so titles for God's word. God's word is called the law. It's called testimonies, it's called statutes, it's called commandments, it's called fear. Fear, not fear as being afraid, but in reverence. Reverential fear. And God's word is judgment. Because as you read the Bible, you're going to come across laws, testimonies. Amen. But in our case, God chose to use the word law because he's telling Joshua, the law is unchanging. The spiritual laws, they unchange. You better cooperate with them, Joshua. If you're going to the promised land, and if you're going to take them there, you better cooperate with them. Because just like they work for Moses, they are impartial. Just like they work for anybody, are you with me? If the laws work for any pastor, it'll work for us. I will, all we got to do is what? Speak the word. This book of the law shall not depart and meditate. Oh, that's the part soaks don't like. To meditate is to give yourself over to something fully. Five minutes and I'm done. Let me show this to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why he said the law. Because it's unchanging. He said, just like he said, you saw some things with Moses. You haven't seen nothing yet. This is not about Moses. This is about the law. That's unchanging, unyielding, unbending. Are you with me? It works for all the rest. Everywhere, every time gravity that's what i mean gravity works here it works in california it works where new orleans it works everywhere now now, now if gravity works here and it's not working in new orleans something's wrong because everybody in new orleans will be floating <laughs> are you got what i'm saying says and you know that never happens right that's what God is trying to tell you about his word. You will always reach your desired end. You must. Must. Are you with me? You what? Must. I'm going to end because I got to stop here. I'll continue the next time. But I need to ask you sins. And continue to encourage you and tell you. I was going to show you one other thing, but anyhow. I'll do it next week. I need you to remember the laws. The, the, these two laws I just gave you. First, we got a promise. Secondly, we speak the word only. What do you do? That's what the centurion, and I'm done. Centurion, that's what the centurion told Jesus. The centurion told, he came to Jesus. And he asked Jesus, can you come heal my servant? And Jesus said, I'm coming. He said, Pastor Jesus. You don't have to come at my house. He said, I am a man on authority.
Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496. Hello, beloved. This is Pastor Emmanuel Williams with Imitators of God Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to our program. We really appreciate it. I'm reaching out to you today to ask for your help. Look, God has presented us with the opportunity to purchase our own building. In an effort to do so, we have launched what we refer to as the Just 10 Campaign. Yes, the Just 10 Campaign. We are looking for 100,000 people to give just $10. Just $10 to help acquire the property. Of course, you can give more if you so desire to. Will you help us? We would really appreciate it. You can do so by sending checks payable to Imitators of God Ministries at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311, or you could give online at imitatorsofgodministries.com. And lastly, via cash app at dollar sign IOGM. That's dollar sign IOGM. Or you could call 850-294-8439, 850-294-8439. We need the funds by June 30th, 2019. Thank you so much, and may God richly bless you.